0: Welcome back to the Wachusett Wine and Spirits Podcast. It's hard to believe that this is episode number 10 already. And Let me start out by saying thank you to all of you guys out there. Uh, I'm watching the numbers week after week, and there are more and more of you out there joining our family, joining our community, checking in, listening to the podcast, answering our questions. I love, love, love it. Uh, and We're going to keep it going and keep it growing. So on this episode of Whiskey Wednesday, I was kind of poking around the the shelves of the store and realizing that there has been a couple of bottles that have come in in the last year that maybe we missed an opportunity to talk about on Whiskey Wednesday that are really, really good. You know, maybe they're not the status bottles or the Instagram famous bottles. They're not going to make you seem cool unless you have friends who are, you know, get that good whiskey is good whiskey and then you'll seem cool because you discovered something new so just some some whiskeys that I wanted to show a little bit of love to kind of bring to the forefront give a little bit of attention to so we had three of them we have the Bareface which is a pretty cool Canadian whiskey Uh, the Yellow Bird which is a pretty awesome Tennessee whiskey and then the Shackleton which is a Scotch whiskey with great great story behind it And then a very late addition right before we went live, literally right before I went live, my friend Steve Robar from Cleveland Whiskey stopped by. We talked and I said, hey, I'd like to put this uh, Magic Rabbit in there as kind of a whiskey that I want to show some love to because another thing that, you know, kind of caused some of these whiskeys to really slip through the cracks in the last few months is the fact that because of corona and because of the mask mandate in not only West Boylston but in Worcester where both of our stores are located uh, we have been unable to do store tastings so some of these newer products that maybe should have gotten some love either on Whiskey Wednesday we also didn't get to do store tastings with the public because we couldn't due to the mask mandate so this was an opportunity for me to bring some of these whiskeys to the forefront uh, and show just you know why I brought them into the store to begin with. They're good. Uh, they're good budget-friendly whiskeys. They taste good, and you know, as always, they look good on the bar and they're conversation starter bottles. So hope you guys enjoy the episode. Um, yeah, stick around till the end. If you're listening on Spotify, you know, go to Spotify, give us a five star rating, follow the podcast, go into the episode details, answer the question of the week. And if you do, I'm going to give you a free jar of Woodford Reserve cherries to put in your Manhattans, your old fashions, or, you know, whatever you use these, these cherries for. They're pretty delicious. Um... Yeah, and it's a great chance to, to get your hands on a jar, and all you gotta do is answer a question. So, hope you guys enjoyed the episode. This was a lot of fun for me. Uh, bear with it, because I was alone, so I was the camera guy, the setup guy, the takedown guy. We did everything. And then really, really fun, at the end of the episode, right before we killed the video, Corey kind of was able to free up and join us for the last five or ten minutes. and and taste one of the whiskeys as well. So that was a lot of fun. Hope you guys enjoy, and uh, we'll check in with you again soon. Cheers. All right, guys, here we are. It's Whiskey Wednesday. Uh, Welcome to the podcast. We are about to go live on Facebook, so you guys are getting... Kind of an inside listen right before we go on. I want to give a quick shout out to Jason Gelb, Peter Thomas, and Craig Dooley. Thank you guys for answering the question of the week last week. I have your Cairn glasses here. Uh, Anytime you want to swing by and pick them up. Stick around because, uh, well, go to the podcast page. There'll be another question of the week after we wrap up this as well. I am on my own today, so yeah, just me, just here, and we'll have some fun. We're going to do some uh, whiskeys that I'm calling show some love to. There are things that have kind of come in over the last year that maybe we haven't talked about on Whiskey Wednesday, but definitely deserve a a little bit of attention, especially this time of year. Um, So it's a good chance we're going to discover some new stuff and talk about a couple of allocated whiskeys that came in. And yeah, we'll have some fun. So enjoy the ride, here we go. I'm actually gonna take you with me as I go over to click on my video feed. Literally a one-man crew tonight. So say we're live, and now we're gonna join the video feed. Where is my water? There we go. Fill my water Terrible, because we're out of frame. Katrina would probably be losing her mind right now. But, hey, here we are. Unedited, unfiltered, unscripted, sometimes unprepared. Good afternoon, guys. Welcome. It is Whiskey Wednesday. I'm the Spirits Guide. We are live here at Wachusett Wine and Spirits out in West Boylston on another lovely, balmy day here. Uh, We are in the dead of winter. It is freezing out there. Um, Hope you guys are staying warm. I feel like even though we did Whiskey Wednesday last week, I still feel like this is kind of the first one of the year. kind of reiterating, hoping that everybody had a safe, happy, healthy holiday. Um... And hopefully everybody is staying safe and healthy out there. Uh, I know the the corona is, is going back around. We're in full swing. Um, yeah, we're in mask mandate here in the store, as is the whole town of West Boylston. Just guys, be safe. Be smart out there. Um, that's all we got. We're not going to talk much about that. Kind of get into Whiskey Wednesday. Um, As I was putting this together, I was kind of looking at some whiskeys in the aisle and thinking that there's some things that I want to show some love to. There are things that maybe have come in in the past year that maybe slipped through the cracks and we didn't really get a chance to talk about on Whiskey Wednesday, but they're good. Um, I guess I should preface this by saying, if you're just a bourbon drinker, and what do I mean by that? There are whiskey drinkers and there are bourbon drinkers, and I guess there's scotch drinkers or Irish whiskey drinkers, but then there are whiskey drinkers. Uh, Bourbon drinkers only drink bourbon. That's what they like. Say, hey, what do you like? I like whiskey, kind of whiskey, bourbon. They don't drink Irish. They don't drink Canadian. They don't drink scotch, Japanese, Taiwanese, world whiskeys, whatever. They just like bourbon. Well, then you're a bourbon drinker. You're not really a whiskey drinker. Um, You would say like, "Uh, what do you like for music? I like country music. No, then you like country music. You don't like all music. Uh, You only want to go in that thing. And that's fine. You know your lane, you're in it. That's cool. This is more so for whiskey drinkers, adventurous whiskey drinkers. And also, you know, it's January. We just came off bourbon hunting season, allocated whiskey season. Uh, We spent a ton of money last month. Bills are coming due. We need some bottles that... They don't have to be perfect. They don't have to be flawless. They just have to be good. They have to be affordable and and just kind of be there and bridge the gap, really, until our tax returns come in and we start shopping for high-end whiskeys again. So that's a a little bit of what we've got here that we'll talk about today. Before we get to that, we're not stopping here at Watch You Some Wine and Spirits. We're still looking for different and interesting whiskeys to carry on our shelves Uh, This is a good time of year for us because, you know, things are a little bit slower. You guys, again, spent a lot of money in December. Uh, We all get great bottles of whiskey for Christmas gifts. So maybe we don't need to shop as much right now. Uh, And if we do, we're not always looking for special stuff. But I'm always looking for special, unique, fun, interesting things. So two new whiskeys that came in today. Uh, One... And if any of you guys follow Spirits Guide, which is my other podcast, my Instagram page, I posted this up uh, maybe Monday. Uh, I did an episode of this where I did a review on it. Big shout out and thanks to my new friend, Leo, who came in. We were talking whiskey, kind of building our our community of people who just kind of dig things and are looking for interesting things to drink. And... You know, we, we talked and we shopped, you know, bought a couple of things. And he had asked me about whether or not I had tried Kings County. And it's a brand that I've always kind of been interested in, uh, curious about it at least, but I hadn't actually tried yet. And so he said, uh, you know, the peated bourbon is my go-to. I use it for old fashions. You would love it. <clears throat> Kind of understanding that I like the adventure and I I like to try different things. So Leo was actually, and I I can't thank him enough, and I I mentioned it again on my podcast, but came by, brought me a little sample of this for me to try. And his exact words were, I won't be surprised if this ends up on your shelf in a week. Leo was correct. Now, there's not a lot of this out there. When I called my sales rep, he said, yeah, I got two cases in stock. So there's not a bunch of it out there. This, so they're in New York City. Um, They're New York City's oldest distillery. Now, I don't know what that really means or what that's worth. Uh, I forget when they open, but it's not like oldest distillery they've been around since the 30s or 40s, probably the early 2000s. This, to the best of my knowledge and to the best of their knowledge from my research and theirs, is the only peated bourbon that's out there Um, what peated means uh, and it's obviously used a lot more in scotch, Uh, we're actually starting to see some of it used in American single malts used a little bit in Irish whiskeys, Connemara does a peated version their recipe is predominantly corn I think it's 90 corn or or it's a really high corn content and the rest is malted barley when you take the barley you kind of get it wet So it germinates, it creates enzymes, but then you need to stop that process. The whole process is called malting. So what you do is you take peat moss, which functions like charcoal, and you burn it, and the heat from that goes up, it warms the barley, stops it from malting. Now, because peat moss kind of comes from the edge of the ocean, you're getting some salinity, some iodine, Um, you're getting also the smoke, obviously, from burning that. So that's why your Scotches tend to be smoky. This, to me, if bourbon and Scotch whiskeys, if Buffalo Trace and Ardbeg get together and had a baby, this is what it would taste like. Now, I don't know how much you guys can pick up on that color. The color's pretty awesome. And this is only aged, this one's aged two years. So that's a lot of color for two years. Actually, the sample that Leo brought me was aged a little over a year. So this is a little bit older, Um, big body. It's got all that sweetness that bourbon kind of lends and just enough smokiness from that peated malted barley to make this just an interesting, uh, just a great, unique whiskey drink. I can see where it works in an old-fashioned without a doubt, by the way, Leo, if you're out there listening or watching uh, gum syrup in your old fashions, hope you found that to be the same game-changer that I did. Yeah, this is, is absolutely fantastic. So this just came in today, uh, available, allocated, behind the register. If you decide that you know, you're not looking for value in January, you want to spend a little bit of money... Get yourself something nice. Maybe you get some extra Christmas money. You want to treat yourself, try something different. Definitely look at that Kings County. And then this gem came in today. <sighs> Again, we're not stopping finding interesting whiskeys. And we're not stopping trying to bring in allocated high-end whiskeys. This is on the, the top of the spectrum, no doubt. Um, this is not a cheap, everyday pour. Twelve bottles of this came into the state. This is from Leopold Brothers, which is out in Colorado. It is a three-chamber, bottled-in-bond rye whiskey. Now, I don't know if you guys can see uh, on the video there, but there's a picture of the three-chamber. This is kind of the original way that rye whiskey was made in this country prior to Prohibition. Now, Leopold Brothers, we've carried some of their flavored whiskeys in the past. Their blackberry, uh, their apple. Uh, they have a bunch of flavored whiskeys. They make a bunch of cordials. Now, typically when a new distillery starts, a lot of them will produce vodka or gin, uh, kind of quick turn-and-burn spirits while their whiskey is aging. These guys chose to go the flavored whiskey route, which you can use younger whiskey, while they were waiting for things like this to come to maturation. Now, it took 15 years for them to put this together uh, because nobody made three-chamber pot, uh, three chamber, uh, stills anymore, so they had to kind of go back, find old recipes, find old designs, reconstruct a three-chamber uh, still. Then they got local farmers to grow the grain The rye that was actually used predominantly before Prohibition. And they put this together. All the online reviews are just glowing. Uh, I know when I put it up, I had some of you guys actually message me um, about how cool it was once they did some research on it. I got one bottle. Highly, highly allocated. My sales rep came to me yesterday and said, Hey, I've got six of these bottles to dole out to all my accounts. Do you want one? Yeah, we'll take it. Um so there's not a ton of it out there. Do some research. It's a pretty cool and exciting product. It's here. It's on the shelf. Again, allocated, highly allocated whiskey um, in stock. Now on to the show some love for our whiskey. I got a couple of things here. And again, these aren't You know, like your friends aren't going to think you're cool because you put this up on Instagram. These are things that are just good depending on the style that you like. Uh, And then we're going to finish with kind of a dessert one as well. I'm going to start with bare face. Now, again, if you're a big, bold bourbon drinker, this might not be for you. If you like whiskey, if you like Canadian whiskey, if you like that softer, lighter style... This is a very interesting, uh, unique whiskey that's got a great story behind it. Uh, it's a fun one. So this is Bearface, Canadian whiskey, seven-year age statement. Uh, I don't see a ton of Canadian whiskeys out there with age statements on them. Not a lot about the mash bill, other than it's a fairly neutral, high corn recipe in the base spirit. Bearface is owned by Mark Anthony Brands. Now, this is a big sort of global company that owns. Actually, I wrote them down just. I couldn't write them all down, but the brands that Mark Anthony Brands owns, this is kind of coming from a winemaking background. So, just some of the wine brands that are in the Mark Anthony portfolio 19 Crimes, Acacia, Antonori, Austin Hope, BV, Chateau Saint Jean, Coburn Port, Etude. Mionetto, a ton of other ones that we don't carry here, but that I'm very, very familiar with. And then, yeah, oh, by the way, Spirits in the Mark Anthony Portfolio, uh, Fettercane Scotch, Dalmore Scotch, uh, Glendalock Irish Whiskey, Jura Scotch, John Barr, Montenegro Amaro, amongst many, many more. So the pedigree of this whiskey Is coming from people who know what they're doing and they know how to bring quality to the marketplace. So here's the story on it. What these guys did is they didn't really focus so much on the base distillate. They focused on finishing and aging. So they went to what is probably the Canadian Mist Distillery in Collingwood. They're buying seven-year aged whiskey. They're then taking it and they're aging it or finishing it in a combination of American oak barrels and French oak barrels for a term of about three months. Now, to some people, that doesn't seem like a long time. But when I get to meet Dave Peckerell out at Hill Rock years ago, he talked about his finishing guidelines were only a few weeks, maybe a month, just enough to get subtleties out of the barrel uh, and to smooth the rough edges. But he didn't age or finish his whiskey for a year or two years. Nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying that there are a couple of different ways to kind of look at finishing of whiskeys. That was Dave Peckrell's. I also like our barrel pick, uh, the Virginia Distillery one, where it's finished for another year in port barrels. It all depends on what that particular blender is looking for. So a few months in French and American oak, and then they combine that, and they finish it in a third barrel in Hungarian oak. Now they talk about it, it says it right here in the bottle, elementally aged. So what they do with the barrels is they repurpose those metal storage containers and they put them out in the Canadian wild and they age them there. So it's picking up the elements of Canada, uh, which is obviously a little bit colder, although stepping outside today, probably not much colder. So again, all these whiskeys are... Under 30, well, not all of them, but these are under 35 on the shelf. Again, we just want it to be good. We just want to have something that we can come and enjoy. This to me, when I first tasted it, I wondered if it was flavored because it's picking up so much interesting nuance from all those different barrel finishes, and the Hungarian oak really adds a special touch to it. Unlike a lot of Canadian whiskeys that I taste, it actually has a nose to it. Soft oak, um, almost nutty, like uh, almost like a, the inside of a Snickers bar, like kind of caramel nut nougat with a little bit of vanilla. got a kind of a nice sweetness to it yeah all those flavors like caramel nut nougat coconut i'm almost getting like a like a samoa girl scout cookie of that coconut caramel chocolate like shortbread in there sweet easy to drink am i saying that this is special occasion absolutely not Am I saying if you guys are going out and having a campfire, if you're out shoveling, you want something sweet, easy to drink? um, To me, that 85 proof, you can have a couple glasses midweek and still not be kind of all messed up the next morning when you got to go to work. If you're tailgating, if you're going to a football game or, or whatever, this is kind of a good bottle. And again, on our three scale rating system, is it good? Yes, it's good. It's worth the try especially if you like that little bit lighter style. Um, or if you're a Crown drinker and you're like, yeah, I drink Crown all the time, I want to try something different, this is it. It's a fun, simple, easy drinker. Um, also, if you've got a friend, uh, maybe your boyfriend, maybe your girlfriend, your partner, whatever, you know, and you like whiskey and they're like, hey, you know, I'd love to get into that, but I'm not really ready for that big, bold bourbon. This is a great bottle to pick up. To kind of get new whiskey drinkers into it. But it's got enough flavor and complexity for a serious whiskey drinker as well. Uh, So is it good? Yes. Is it worth the money? Without a doubt. Does the bottle start a conversation? Sure. Um, It's a pretty cool bottle. You guys should be able to see that. I don't know if you can see the lines that are kind of carved in it. It looks like kind of a, a bear clawed their way through it. That's whiskey number one. Whiskey number two is Yellowbird. This is another one under 35 bucks on the shelf. Here's my thoughts on Yellowbird. I'm going to start with the bad. The bad is, I don't know much about it. I know it's Tennessee whiskey. Why? Because it actually says it on the label. Um, But beyond that, if you go to their website, uh, I don't know where it's made. It's obviously not coming out of Yellow Bird Distillery. They're obviously, it's a brand that they're sourcing their juice from somebody in Tennessee. That much we know. Now, it could be Chattanooga. It could be Corsair. I don't think it's Dickel because of the flavor profile. And I don't think that it's Jack because of the flavor profile. It also could be uh, Nelson Greenbrier, uh, who does Bell Mead as well. That's probably who I think it is judging by the flavor profile. So I don't know where it comes from. I don't know the mash bill. So I can't tell you the percentage of corn, the percentage of rye, or the percentage of barley. It's definitely not a weeder, though. I can tell you that. So that's the bad. But you know what? Who cares? The juice is good, and ultimately, that's what matters. Here's what we do know. We know it's at least four years. How many whiskeys are still putting an age statement on the bottle? Now, granted, to be bourbon, if if it's less than four years, you have to put an age statement on there somewhere. So you know if you're looking at a bottle of bourbon and there's no number on there anywhere that says how long it's been aged, it's been aged at least four years. That being said, I still don't see a lot of them actually putting the four on there. Also, it's 90 proof. So a lot of times these... What we would think of like unknown brands, they're coming out at 80, 86 proof. Uh, I know there's one I'm not going to name drop, but there's one that we get in that's around $40 and it's like 83 or 84 proof. So this is 90 proof. It's got the body. It's got the heat. We know that it's Tennessee and we know that it's four years. Oh, by the way, the label, we'll circle around to this on the rating system, Yellowbird. So in the Appalachians, which is where this is kind of rooted in, get rid of that, um, the canary in the mine was a big part of mining culture down there. They would send birds into the mine. So this is kind of named in homage to that. Every bottle that's purchased, money goes to the National Audubon Society, which is kind of the society that looks out for birds and kind of protects bird sanctuaries. And ultimately, all that really matters is, is the juice good? Oh, yeah, other important factors. Last year, right around this time, I came in contact with a brand called Redwood Empire. The same people who brought me Redwood Empire, the same sales team, um, this isn't made by the same people as Redwood Empire, but the same people who were smart enough to bring that into their distributorship also brought this in and brought this to me. On the nose, you get a little bit of that 90 proof heat. A little nuttiness. A little caramel. There's nothing wrong with that. It's fantastic. There's a spiciness to it, like a baking spice. Like a pie crust. Yeah, that's everything you want out of a $30 something dollar bottle of whiskey. Easy to drink, but complex enough where it's got great flavor, just enough burn from the 90 proof. And again, three tier rating system. Is it good? Absolutely. Uh, Is it worth the price? Hands down, it's worth the price. It's less money than Redwood Empire. I'm not gonna say it's better than Redwood Empire but I will say dollars for dollars it's as good as the Redwood Empire bourbon for just an everyday simple sipper does this bottle start a conversation on your bar how does it not start a conversation on your bar it's bright it's bold it's got birds on there it's got everything you could possibly want on a color scheme Let's see if I can get some Stuff going over here, yeah. I mean, it's everything that I want in a bottle of whiskey, hands down. So, we're two for two there. So, we've got something for your Canadian whiskey drinker, something for your American whiskey drinker, and the final whiskey before we get to dessert and we'll take a fresh glass on this one. Shackleton. Now I posted this on my Instagram account yesterday. Let's see if we are live on Facebook. Um apologies. So I posted this the other day. You guys know I love a bottle with a good story. Now sometimes you find a bottle. And you read the story and then you get a backtrack. I actually remember when this story broke, probably 10 years ago. So I know that the story's legit because the story was out there before the whiskey was. <clears throat> this is Shackleton. So Shackleton, and it actually has the whole story on the back. Sir Ernest Shackleton was an explorer and he went down to Antarctica to do a full explanation of sort of the Antarctica continent. He brought with him 25 cases of Highland malt. Uh, I forget the exact, rare old Highland malt whiskey, which was kind of a blend, which was the custom at the time, of single malt whiskeys from the Highland region. 25 cases shipped down to him in Antarctica. A little over 10 years ago, a crew goes down there to visit the old site that he was working at, and they found three cases of the whiskey still intact because of the the Arctic cold, nothing spoiled, uh, because of the alcohol content, the whiskey didn't freeze, and so there it was. They brought it back. Obviously, a lot of the distilleries that were used in the malts in that whiskey were not in existence anymore, so what they did was they tried to recreate those whiskeys. Uh, and recreate that blend. Some interesting things to point out on here. This is a blended malt. Now, we talked about this back when we did Scotchtober. Blended Scotch is a blend of single malts and grain whiskey from different distilleries. Blended malt whiskey is all single malts. So we talked about Copper Dog. That's a blend of single malts, so you know, Talisker or Cardew or Oban, all single malt whiskeys into that blend. So if you could imagine getting Buffalo Trace, Jim Beam, Maker's Mark, all blended together, that's what a blended malt is, also known as a vatted malt. So this isn't a blended scotch whiskey. This is a blended malt. So this is a blend of Highland single malt whiskeys. Now I'll be honest, I hadn't tried this because maybe like you guys, I'm a little scared off of kitschy stories, even though I knew the story was real. I was just sort of a little leery as to how good this whiskey could be. And quite honestly, until the other day, I never really examined the label close enough to see that it was a blended malt whiskey. This... This is everything I want a single malt scotch to be. Now, the prices of single malt scotches have gone up over the years, and usually you're paying about 50 bucks for a decent 12-year. This is owned by Gallo, so they're pretty secretive about what distilleries they get it from, what the age statements are that, you know, are on the scotches. I know it has to be at least three years to be called scotch, but again, some of that info is not really important all that matters is is the juice good have you found something that nobody else is finding and you know we can drink at an affordable price until everybody realizes it's good and then the price goes to the roof so on the nose it's honey ginger uh, chamomile I always get little hints of citrus Little hints of smoke, but that's more from the toasty wood, uh, not like peat smoke. Mm. Now, the first thing I noticed when I tasted this how big, rich, and viscous this is. It's sweet, it's heavy, it's warm. It's only 80 proof. It's amazing the amount of body that this whiskey has for only being 80 proof. It just coats the mouth. It's like whole milk. Sweet whole milk. Again, honey, ginger. Little hints of like black licorice or something in the back there. Not like black jelly bean or like Sambuca. Just kind of the black parts of black licorice, like that dark, almost sort of tar kind of flavor. <clears throat> this is everything I want on a night like tonight when it's cold out. This is going to warm you up. It's only 80 proof, so it's not going to knock you down. This is everything everything I want out of a bottle of scotch uh, this time of year. And again, we're under 40, so affordable options... Canadian American Scotch whiskey. I apologize to you guys. I'm trying to find a way over here to see if I can communicate with you. Does not appear. Maybe there we are. So All right, now to wrap it up. I got one more. This was a last-minute addition to my Whiskey Wednesday lineup. Love technology. Where are we? Where are we? Right here. This is Magic Rabbit. Now, my friend Steve, Stevie Robar, if you're out there, thanks for stopping by. Always great to see you and hang out with you, buddy. Um, This is one, and again, sort of the theme of all this is showing some whiskey some love that maybe we haven't been able to. Either they came in while bourbon hunting season was going on, or the fact that we're limited in tastings. You know, we can't do store tastings, so we can't open it up for everybody. Uh, This is one of those products to me that I felt like kind of suffered from the fact that we couldn't do tastings through the holiday, kind of slipped through the cracks. And now we're kind of back at it, and I want to show it some love. So this is Magic Rabbit, and, you know, we've seen peanut butter whiskey, Screwball, Ramps Point kind of come through. You guys are buying them. People are liking them. This is a little different. This is peanut butter and chocolate whiskey. I Love the label. Stands out. Now, anybody out there who's thinking, like, I'm a serious whiskey drinker. I don't drink flavored whiskeys. Hold. Stay with me for a minute. Maybe you don't drink flavored whiskeys. Maybe this isn't your jam. But maybe, and I I hate to sort of gender-size this um, by saying like, hey, guys, maybe your girlfriend likes flavored whiskey. Girls, I know a lot of ladies who are coming in here and buying whiskey, and they go like, yeah, my boyfriend, my husband, my partner... They like flavored whiskey. They like screwball. So for whatever, I I hate to say your girlfriend or your boyfriend or or whatever, but maybe somebody you know likes flavored whiskeys. Also, and again, stay with me, there are other uses for this. So first, I'm going to pour myself a little dabble do you here. This is nice and chill because... Stevie came by and didn't give the store a sample. He just told me, like, hey, this is our product. You know, you should really taste this. Maybe thinking that if I tasted it, I would pass on the info. And he's correct. So on the nose, this smells like... It smells like a peanut butter cup. It smells like hot chocolate. Wait, that's going to come back. smells like hot chocolate... With some peanut butter in it. Proof point is 70 proof. So right on par with what your typical flavored whiskey should be. Now a lot of times. When you have some of these flavored whiskeys. You taste the flavor. You don't taste the whiskey. This tastes like. And I'm going to be honest. It tastes more like chocolate whiskey than peanut butter whiskey. And chocolate and whiskey are an amazing, amazing pairing. They work really, really well. Now, again, I mentioned you people out there who think like, oh, I don't drink flavored whiskey. Let's look at this. Right behind me, I made a fresh pot of coffee right before we went on. Now, I don't know how many of you guys... Maybe don't drink flavored whiskey. But I bet you a lot of you drink coffee. This, this is a great way to spike up your coffee. Maybe, maybe you don't drink coffee. Maybe you drink hot chocolate. This is a great way to spike up your hot chocolate as well. So, it's going to go great on the rocks. It's going to go great in a variety of cocktails. Heck, I might even use this and make like a fun dessertish, kind of old-fashioned uh, with this and some orange bitters. Tastes like one of those chocolate oranges you get at Christmas time. But yeah, this is perfect in coffee. Yeah. So, maybe... Maybe you're too fancy to drink flavored whiskey on its own. But you know what? This is killer in coffee. And if you're out shoveling, plowing, clearing your sidewalk, heck, just walking from the sidewalk up the stairs, you're freezing cold. You wanna make yourself a hot beverage? This is perfect in your hot beverage. It's got a multitude of uses. It's not just a flavored whiskey. And I'm telling you, I drink a lot of whiskey. Uh, Any of you who have been to my home knows there's a ton of whiskey there. There's a place for this in the collection. And again, is it good? Yes. It's high quality. It's tasty. It's got a lot of chocolate and a little bit of peanut butter flavor, but it's not sticky sweet. Um, Some of the other peanut butter whiskeys we have or we have tasted can be super, super sweet. This is not sweet. It still retains the flavor of whiskey at the heart of it. So is it good? Yes. Is it worth the money? Absolutely it's worth the money. Does the bottle start a conversation? If that does not start a conversation, if it's sitting on your bar, if your friends don't come over and go, what is that? Um, If you, yeah. Yeah. If you see that, and that doesn't pique your curiosity, if that doesn't stimulate something in your brain to go, what is that? Whether you like what's inside or not, it should stimulate a conversation. Without a doubt, this hits all three markers. So I think that is it. I think we're going to wrap from here. Hopefully you guys are enjoying your Whiskey Wednesday. Um... My goodness. And, uh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. We're going to hold on. Just one quick, quick second. I thought I saw Corey coming around the corner. Maybe not. All right. So, yeah, I guess we're going to wrap it up. You guys out there watching, you guys out there listening, I want to thank you guys so, so much. Uh, This podcast has been such a pleasure for me. It's been such a joy to do, to bring out. It's kind of the fulfillment of a dream for a long time to get this going. And I can't thank you guys enough because week after week, uh, I'm watching the stats. We're getting more and more listeners um, to the point where we're qualified to gain sponsorship. So... You know, you guys who are listening in the podcast, hopefully in the future, we're going to be doing ad reads uh, as well. By the way, if anybody is out there watching who is sales rep, uh, vendor, whiskey people, you want to come join us, you want to sponsor us, run an ad through us, please reach out to me. Um, all the information will be at the end of the podcast. It will be in the podcast info. And... Uh, You podcast listeners, stick around. We're going to give you a little bit more bonus content as we go off the air. As for you guys, thank you, as always, for being there. Uh, Can't say it enough. We appreciate you, uh, and we look forward to continuing things for the next year, new, interesting uh, whiskeys. Oh, wait, hold on. Cor, you got a minute? Take him over and... All right, I want to get a live reaction on this. I've got a little bit of sample. You guys are getting bonus content. (laughs) Hello. New whiskey. Uh, Corey actually works, but we'll sneak him away for a second. This is Kings County. Oh, nice. Peated bourbon. Um, Corey hasn't had this, so you guys can gauge, because you've seen him drink enough whiskey, uh, you'll get his reaction. Rather than give my review, hmm. I mean, there's not peat on the nose really. No, no, and they're only a little only, bit, I guess. You know, and when you think of like a peated scotch, scotch is 100% malted barley, so the whole mash bill is barley and that's what's getting peated. Okay, this is bourbon, so it's only about 10% of the barley is getting peated. Okay, so, it's so really be very only subtle. 10% of the liquid is, is peated, so it's going to be subtle, but it's it's there. that's killer wow like you just said it's it literally feels like 10% yeah like that's all it is it's very subtle but it's there I mean that's awesome because I always think of Pete I get like the burnt bacon yeah mixed with the bourbon with the sweetness I feel like it just blends like perfect it's it's big it's a lot too for only two years yeah Um, yeah the color itself is crazy considering it's only two years yeah I love that apothecary style bottle yep it's fantastic. I guess while well, we got you here, really pulling my leg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll we'll give you one more, uh, and then, boom. We'll... Yeah, I saw you post this yesterday, so I was actually very curious about this. Was this when you posted? Yeah, yep. yeah. So the Shackleton, um, and again, you guys sticking around and, and listening. Uh, Shackleton was an explorer who went to Antarctica to kind of navigate and kind of map out the continent. Uh, and he brought 25 cases of scotch with him.
1: Oh, and
0: nice. when he died and the whole expedition ended, uh, about 10 years ago, they went down to go see like his cabin and where he was set up. And there was three cases of the scotch still perfectly preserved. Oh, my gosh. That's so, crazy. So most of the distilleries had closed, but they tried to recreate the blend. So it's a blend of single malt. So it's a blended malt like Monkey Shoulder and Copper uh, Copper Dog, uh, which I didn't honestly realize until a couple days ago how good, you know, and the quality of it. That story's insane. Yeah, it's a really cool story, and I know it's true because I remember hearing the story going like, wow, that's wild. And then, like, five years later, there was a Shackleton Scotch on the market from them yeah, you're like, recreating. Because oh. I remember joking, like, they found three cases. Yeah. They found found four cases. (laughs) (laughs) Three cases got turned in. That's what I'm saying. Like, imagine just being there and like, if you were a whiskey nut, just be like, what? That's a gold mine. Yeah. We found four, three, three (laughs) cases. Mm. It's under 40 bucks for scotch. Under 40? Whoa. I mean. And it's only 80 proof. Yeah. That's a sipper for sure. Yeah. You can... It's... To me, it's big. Like, yeah. it's just big and rich and... Damn. I like that a lot. <laughs> no. Nah. And again, like, all these and, you know, when we go off the air, you can stick around. We'll do bonus and I'll have you taste the Yellow Bird, too, because I think that's a really cool one. But, you know, for the money, like, that's a bottle that... Definitely should stir a conversation. Yeah, yeah. Actually, McKinley's is the name of the scotch that he Uh, drank. So it's McKinley's very rare old Highland malt whiskey. Because really, there was no such thing as single malts back then. Everything was blended like Dewar's and Johnny Walker and all that. All right. Well, we're going to let you guys go. Corey and I are going to continue to drink. Um, Yeah. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Oh, man. Yeah, we'll get you in there at the end, at least. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I definitely wanted you to try that Kings County-like. Oh, my gosh. It's, you know, I mean, it's It's not. super, like, different. It's not cheap. It's, you know, I think it's 75 bucks. But, again, it's craft. They're peating it. It's coming out of New York. I mean, if you're like kind of splurge a little bit, like this bottle looks so cool. I love this bottle. Yeah, I think it's fantastic. The the Something proof you'd point find is like right. A pirate ship. Yeah. Or like, yeah. Definitely or old, like old old like pharmacy like for like. I almost don't want to use that glass. All right. Um, again, thanking you guys out there for listening. We are on the podcast app. We use like once you get to a certain amount of listeners, you can yeah. basically set up ads so we're getting there there to to set up ads. Also again um, when the episode drops guys go to the episode description on Spotify there's going to be a question of the week this week for the question of the week anybody who answers and I get to see all the answers I pin them up on Spotify everybody who answers the question of the week I'm gonna give a free jar of Woodford Sherry's to, so if you like to make an old-fashioned, manhattans, um, they're not cheap. They're no, they're not cheap. Yeah, I'm gonna say they're upwards of twenty dollars. Yeah, they're close to like twenty bucks a, a jar. Um, so yeah, if you're you're drinking old fashions or manhattans, that's gonna be your giveaway, um, and we're gonna keep doing that every single week. Thank you guys again for being here. Corey and I are going to go off the air and and go drink and maybe go off the rails. Uh, And we'll be back next week to chat with you. Cheers, guys. Yay! Hey, you still there? Did you remember to follow the podcast? Did you remember to give us a rating? Also, don't forget to check out the episode description on Spotify. See what the question of the week is. Give us an answer, and remember, there's going to be a special gift for you at the store if you answer the question. So remember, rate, follow, gift. Talk to you next week. Cheers.